you're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. We're going to be talking today all about stepping fully into your zone of genius so you can find the next place to make sales and you can deliver your products and services in either a new way or maybe in a way that you haven't thought of before so that you can stop being stuck, stuck in the way that you've always done business, stuck with the same ways of making sales and making money. And I've heard this from people since the pandemic, everybody went online, kind of like this cattle call online. And once that happened, everybody started doing business on the internet. Everybody started kind of doing things the same way. And I'm here to tell you that if you step back, embrace your zone of genius, fully step into your zone of genius and open your possibilities, we can find lots of new ways to make money. We can find lots of new ways to serve and we can find lots of new ways to make sales. Two things I really like my clients to do. One is to make sure that they're booking out as much business as possible before each month begins so that we have monthly recurring revenue. And the second is not to get themselves stuck into only doing one or two lines of revenue. I like to have lots and lots of them. And I'm going to give you a bunch of examples today about what my clients are doing and even what I'm doing in the roastery. And I want to give you some things to think about so that you can kind of have the wheels turning for yourself about what you want to be known for top of mind in everybody else's mind and how you can go about maybe finding some new ways to make sales. So let's dive in. I have a process that I go through with all of my clients where we discuss the audience that they're serving, the delivery of their products and services, the focus of their business, and then also their processes. And we go through this formula. It's the ADFP. I don't have a better name for it. It's just kind of what it came up with. And we do this in order to decide what we're going to do and when. And this is also part of kind of growth planning because we want to know what has the least amount of resources tied up in it, what takes more resources and maybe some more money to get going. But really what ends up happening is things start to evolve in your business. And the things that you were originally doing will start to grow and you'll open new lines. But sometimes what happens is we get stuck into doing things the same way over and over and over again. And if we don't open up our minds and step fully into that zone of genius, the thing that we are known for, the thing that we do the best, we really could be missing out in serving a lot more people in a new and different way. To give you an example, we just put in a new line of business inside the coffee roastery. So as you know, we are known for our origin of the month. We have a new exotic origin that comes in. We roast to our own roast profiles every single month. People know that when they're in our world and do business with us, they can get something new that they can't get anywhere else. And they're going to have that available for 30 days. We also have our regular morning blends and, of course, our regular four-season blend and a couple other ones we hang around. But we're really known for our origin of the month. 
we have people who order pots of our origin of the month or pots of our morning blend or pots of our four seasons to go and they order them in those little two uh, pot containers and the little you know cardboard boxes. Well, recently we realized that we could serve meetings and we could serve weddings and we could serve baby showers and bridal showers if we got the urns that could do 60 to 100 cups of coffee. And then from there, we took one more step and said, hey, people love our iced coffee recipe and we have a really good one. I'll give it to you real quick. Fill the ice all the way to the tippy top of the glass. If you're actually using glass, put a spoon, a metal spoon in there to disperse the heat. Pour hot coffee over it, shock it over the ice, then pour the creamer of your choice in there. That's all you need. We don't have any pumps and syrup or anything in there. People love our recipe. So we've been doing iced coffee now since last August. We built quite a following of people who love it. So we started doing iced coffee bars where we will come to your location. We will bring the hot coffee. We will bring all the ice. We bring the cups, the lids, the straws, all the flavors of the creamers. We're going to bring you the instructions. We're going to bring you all the things so that you can enjoy an iced coffee bar at your shower or event. And we realized that we had been missing a part of the market because that's a different reason people will do business with us. And we can serve in a different way for a different purpose. So now we have the Chamber of Commerce and other people who call us up and say, can I get coffee for 30, please, for my meeting on Tuesday morning? Yes, absolutely. So now I can sell coffee by the pot, not just in the bag by grounds, not just you know in K-cups, but I can actually sell it by the pot, brewed up. I deliver an urn. They enjoy their coffee. I pick up the urn, take it back, sanitize it. Boom, it's another new line of doing business. Again, stepping into our zone of genius, we know how to brew coffee. We didn't have to change anything. The only thing we did was got a few urns. And we were able to find some of those urns actually on eBay and restaurant closing stores. So we were able to find them very easily. And it allowed us to just expand, again, our way of doing business and our lines of business and revenue. And now I actually have bridal showers on the books through the end of June, actually into August, which is wonderful. I now have booked out business before the month begins for that line of business. And I'm really excited about it. So how can I do this to help you? How can this help you? I'm going to give you a couple other examples from some of my clients. Now, one of my clients who I'm very proud of, who's amazing, they've been catering for almost 20 years and they actually decided to open a restaurant and it's phenomenal. It's well-known, they're doing great, but they are known for catering. Catering is their zone of genius. They are phenomenal food, excellent service, very well-known, high remarks, high reviews. But we were trying to figure out, you know, catering for events is one thing. How can we get a line of revenue, recurring revenue? And can we do this every week? Well, we did. We put in a catered meal that people can call ahead or they come in and they sign up ahead. And we cook one day a week for them. So in the community here, they announce whatever the meal is for the week. People run in and they sign up. And they cater to the community a certain number of meals every single week. And the community responded. They're buying the meals. They have weekly recurring revenue. They sign up for the next week when they pick up this week's meal. So they have customers on the books for next week already. They stayed fully into their zone of genius. No new resources, no new learning curve, delivering what they do well in a brand new way 
for a new purpose, for busy families who are running around one day a week who needed a night off from cooking. And it has been really well received. It was responded really well. And it's just something that, again, was stepping into their zone of genius fully. I have another client, and this particular client actually does home repair. So it's a little bit of a different industry. That client was a jack-of-all-trades, still is, amazing, hired him myself, put in a dishwasher, replaced some of my doors, does beautiful work, very well, uh, craftsmanship, very well received with amazing reviews and a, a sterling reputation. But the zone of genius for this particular person is really kitchens and bathrooms. That's what he's known for. That's what people rave about. And that's what he loves doing. He's passionate about space planning and about putting in good flow and about making beautiful kitchens and bathrooms. He is down to all of the details from the lighting to the tile to the kick plates in front of the refrigerator. He loves all of it. And by stepping fully into that zone of genius and really sitting down and working together, we figured out a way to put project strategies in place to reach more people across more budgets and across more levels of disruption in the kitchen so people know when they can book him. People know that, oh, I can afford to do that for this right now. Oh, I can afford to do this for that right now. Or, oh, that's going to be on my vision board and I just need to get him on the calendar and you know put this together. But what we were able to do is we were able to figure out that we could serve a different audience with kitchens and bathrooms because we were able to break down a little bit what he was known for in a way that took a little less time, still did a thorough job, did kind of a reface, if you will, instead of a full gut. So people could still get an amazing product from him, amazing service from him, but in such a way that they could get his services a little bit faster with a little less disruption. Still, same thing, getting the same quality service in a little bit of a different way, and it also opened up his ability to reach a different audience, audiences that had a different need for those kinds of renovations. So a third client that I've worked with on this actually owns a compliance company and a compliance company in a very heavily regulated industry. Well, those clients have clients that need to be compliant with all of those regulations, all the dates that things are due, all the licensing that has to happen, all the certifications that need to happen, all of the waybills and the sales and the tracking and all the things that have to happen. And prior to us sitting down and talking about things, you know, they had been doing a lot of individual work and not a whole lot of packaging for people. And while that was great and they were billing by the hours for things, it started looking even better when we started building packages for some of the clients so that they knew how much they could expect their compliance work to be every single month. So they could budget for it because it worked a little bit better for quite a few of their clients that they were able to do that. And so what we did was we just repackaged things a little bit so that their clients could feel really supported and their clients felt like they could budget. And then if they ran a little bit over, they didn't feel like it was a big deal. Uh, they knew that they were going to go over that much. And if they went a little bit under, they didn't feel like they were being taken advantage of or anything like that. So another way to do things is we were able to do some packages for them. And we were able to kind of put things together in a way that gave a line of revenue that was monthly recurring income because these people would sign up for six-month packages of compliance things, whatever they needed. Now she's gone off and created an amazing calendaring thing 
where they're going to be tracking all of the renewal stuff in a database for their clients. Each client gets their own individual database. They're going to be tracking all the things for them, sending them reminders, doing all that work. And they sign up this annually. So they're going to have annual recurring revenue. They're going to have monthly recurring revenue. It's an amazing process of the things that they're doing. They're doing a phenomenal job. The customers are so supported. And, you know, nothing's going to get messed. They're going to not be out of compliance in a very heavily regulated industry. It's a win-win both sides all the way around. So I have a couple of questions here. This is part of my ADFP process. There is actually a freebie on my website, donkkennedy.com. And if you go there and download the mini pivot opt-in one, this is the one that will have these questions on there. And, uh, you know, you can grab it anytime if you want to. But here are some things to think about, and that is, are you getting any requests for products or services from a different demographic, such as a different age group? Or are you getting it from maybe a different person? Like, do you have a business asking for something, whereas before it also used to be consumer, all used to be consumers? Or are you getting something from corporate when it used to all be small businesses? Are you getting customers you didn't originally identify with or market to? And if you are getting these, can you identify the new members of your audience? Are they a different type of client? Do we need to create something tailored to them? So I'll give you an example for that too. I work with an amazing baker and she does gluten-free amazing stuff. Well, she has a different type of client with a gluten-free client and she's not top of mind necessarily for that when she probably could be or should be, as she's identifying the number of those members in her audience, she can identify whether she needs to change her marketing or if she needs to change her offerings for that different type of client based on maybe how much they'll eat or not eat compared to, let's say, a regular baking client. So something to think about. Now, the delivery of the services is what I'm more talking about on this podcast than anything. And this is, are you getting requests to provide your product or service in a different manner? Now, everybody, like I said at the beginning, went online during the pandemic, and that was kind of the new delivery method was you would do online services, or you'd have online check-in, or you'd have you know, curbside delivery, or use DoorDash, or something like that. But think outside of that, step fully into your zone of genius, and like us with an iced coffee bar at bridal showers, or my client who cooks one day a week for the entire community, whoever signs up for a meal. Or my other client, I have another client actually, who does more wholesale things than she used to. And I did a whole uh, wholesale podcast a few months ago. But you know, the fact is, is she found a new way to deliver her products and services even to her wholesalers by packaging them up in a new way and allowed her to actually make more sales by being very open-minded to how much they were ordering, when they were ordering in the month and those things. And she was able to create some things that were very bespoke, but well-received. So think about some ways that maybe you can deliver your products and services differently that could open up a new line of revenue. So the focus is the next thing. And you know, when your clients start to ask for something different than what you offer, it's always a good idea to listen. We did have some clients who asked us when we were going to get those little pods and those little, I'm going to call them K-cups, although I know Keurig owns that. So we don't call them that. We actually call them single serve pods. And we had people asking when we were going to start offering single serve pods here at Convoy Road Coffee Roasters. We actually looked for about six months to find the right supplier for us. 
Our supplier is 100% recyclable. Our supplier has an internal filter in it. Our supplier has a freshness seal in it so that you can't pop them back open and they are going to stay longer. So when we do them by hand, you know, we lose pack them, but when we do them by hand, they're going to stay fresher longer. So the coffee stays fresh because we're a fresh roastery or freshly roasted roastery. I don't even know how to say that better, but we want our coffee to be fresh no matter how it arrives to you. So it took us about six months, but people were asking, are you ever going to do those? Now that we offer them, we are now catering to a bigger bunch of coffee drinkers. It's a newer bunch. It's a new market for us. People who didn't look at us so much before because they had the reusable cup that they used in their curate, the little plastic one, or they just didn't look at us at all because all we had was bagged coffee. Now they're trying us. Now they're coming back. Now they're ordering these reusable pods for the office where they have only a Keurig and at home they're using the bags. Whatever it is, we now have something different to offer. It took us a long time to do that, but we listened when clients started asking. If your clients are starting to ask about different things, listen, see if there's something that they're you know, looking for in there. And if enough people are asking, you should probably investigate. It is very easy to just say, no, we don't do that. It would have been very easy for us to say, no, we don't do that. And a lot of people would have understood. There are a lot of specialty wholesalers and retailers of coffee that do not do single serve pods. They only do whole bean. We do whole bean and ground. We also now do those little single serve pods because we wanted to serve another demographic of coffee drinker. And that just, again, gives us another way to make revenue. Think about it. Don't just shut it down when your clients are asking you. If this is something that you feel like you want to, you know, expand into, step fully into your zone of genius and watch how that can grow your revenue. The other thing is if you can bundle or repackage products and services to create new reasons to buy. And again, this goes back to what I did with my one client who is the home remodeler and my other client who is the um person running the consulting business, the compliance business. But I've done this with other businesses as well, but people who have, you know, soaperies and that kind of stuff. If there's a way that you can bundle repackage products and services and give people a new reason to buy, a lot of times you can get those additional sales. Giving people a reason to buy, asking people why they give you money is huge. I start all my clients off with that. Why do people give you money? Make a list of why all the people buy from you and what reasons they would do that. And sometimes something will jump out at you and it will be something very easy to do. You know, just amazing how easy it is. And then the last thing I like people to think about is the process. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on process. It's going to be all about how easy it is to do business with you. So keep your ears out for that. It'll be coming up in a couple of weeks. But we will be talking all about the flow and how easy it is to do business and how enjoyable it is to do business and how people want to continue to do business and keep coming back to do business with you and how it's really your duty to do that. If you've been given a gift to bring to the world, you should be doing that with a smile on your face and a song in your heart, no matter how bad the day gets. And I'm not saying fake it till you make it. I'm saying you should really be looking at this as a golden opportunity to serve and to bring your products and services to the world. So I just wanted to invite you today to think about stepping fully into your zone of genius. As I'm recording this and releasing this, 
This is going to be thinking through your third quarter 2022 planning. So if you listen to it in 2022 or in 2000, a million, I don't know. I just want you to think through this. This is a new way that you can fully step into your zone and make some more sales. I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, donkkennedy.com. Follow me on social at donkkennedyxo on Instagram and on Facebook at donkkennedymentor. I'll see you next time.